0: data from a randomized trial by scientists in Sweden shows that radiologists working with artificial intelligence could boost breast cancer detection. The result could be about a 20% increase in cancers being detected and a decrease in workload for radiologists. This is Pulse Check. I'm Katherine Ellen Foley. The FDA's advisory committees, a public forum for external expert discussion to supplement the agency's review of medical products, may remain partially remote after the pandemic, the FDA's chief scientist Namanje Bumpus said Wednesday. At a webinar hosted by the Alliance for a Stronger FDA, Bumpus said that while in-person dynamics are helpful, virtual and hybrid options allow for more inclusion of experts from across the country who may not otherwise be able to participate. She also said that she wants to make sure that the agency leverages these experts to have broader scientific discussions rather than focus on topics that conclude with a binary vote. Today, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices will meet to discuss a new monoclonal antibody to protect infants in their first year of life against the respiratory syncytial virus. The antibody, made by Sanofi and AstraZeneca, received FDA approval earlier this year, and it is the first protection available for babies who are vulnerable to severe disease. The companies have said they're prepared to supply the antibody ahead of the upcoming RSV season this fall and winter. The FDA is still reviewing a maternal vaccine from Pfizer that could also grant infants protection. And a new report shows that maternal care deserts have been growing across the country, putting maternal and infant lives at risk. Alice Miranda Olstein is here to tell us more. Good to talk. So you dove this week into a pretty scary report from the group, The March of Dimes. What did it say?
1: So this is a new report about maternal healthcare deserts that are getting worse and worse around the country. Maternal healthcare desert means that you live in a county that has no maternal health care at all, no hospital, no OBGYN, nothing to help you if you are pregnant and need healthcare. And so this new report that came out recently said that there was a 4% decline in the number of hospitals that serve people giving birth around the country. And 4% doesn't sound like a lot, but that means hundreds of these delivery units have shut down. And the 4% number is just the national average. Individual states were way worse than that. Some had seen nearly a quarter of birthing hospitals become unavailable in just that one year, and some had over 10%. So it's really an uneven situation, but it is getting worse overall. And it means that now more than 5.6 million women live in counties that are considered these deserts. But a lot more, 32 million, are impacted. They're at risk of bad health outcomes for the mother, for the baby, because of difficulty accessing care.
0: Yeah. Were there states that stuck out to you as being like
1: particularly bad? So we did a deep dive on Alabama, which is one of the worst states in this report. There was a 24% decrease in hospitals with labor and delivery services in just one year. And from talking to sources on the ground in Alabama, it's set to get a lot worse. There are a bunch more hospitals, especially in rural areas, that are just on the brink of going out of business. And so it's a state that already has really high rates of maternal mortality, premature births, a lot of other bad outcomes, and there are not a lot of places for people to go. Of course, we also dove into how this intersects with abortion bans. We are seeing near-total abortion. Abortion bans going into effect in a bunch of these states. And as a result, there are expected to be more births, more pregnancies being carried to term. And then at the same time, there's fewer places for those folks to go for care. Yeah. So what's the deal? Why are these hospitals closing or cutting their services? There are some factors that are kind of true across the board. So one is just sort of a mismatch in finances. It's really expensive to provide maternal health care, but it doesn't bring in a lot of money, especially because almost half the births in the country are covered by Medicaid, which pays pretty low reimbursement rates to hospitals and doctors. But even private insurance doesn't reimburse at a rate that people say, you know, matches the cost of providing the care. That's one factor, but also you have a lot of these states, including Alabama, that have refused to expand Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. So you have a lot of uninsured people who aren't able to pay anything at all. You also have hospitals really struggling with staffing. And there are a lot of factors there, you know, COVID burnout, just difficulty recruiting people to come live in rural areas that might be seen as less desirable. But also going back to abortion bans, this is absolutely a factor from folks we talked to. So in the story, we dig into Idaho, which is one of the states with a near total abortion ban. And folks there were saying it's really driving doctors and medical residents out of the state. And recently, a couple hospitals there shut down their labor and delivery services and specifically cited staffing and specifically cited the state's laws that are around abortion that are exacerbating this problem.
0: Wow. And wait a minute. I mean, this data was coming from 2019 and 2020. That was all before the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. So if this is already what some states are seeing, what do you think those data will look like in the future? And what do you think we may be seeing more of?
1: That's a really good point. This data is a few years old, we won't know the post row impacts for a few years yet, it just takes a long time to gather that kind of data. But we are sort of seeing that things are continuing to get worse from some preliminary reports, we're continuing to see hospitals shutting down hospitals closing their labor and delivery units. And we are seeing maternal mortality get worse in part as a result, we are already the worst among developed nations for maternal mortality. And it's not even close. The numbers are so bad. And so again, experts are anticipating that as births go up with access to abortion disappearing, plus this evaporation of care options will really be a deadly combination.
0: Thank you so much for sharing this really grave reporting that you've done, Alice. We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And Politico has a new podcast.
0: Politico Tech is your daily download on the ongoing disruption that technology brings to politics and policy. Today, Stephen Overly interviews Republican Senator Todd Young, who is one of three senators that Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has picked to form a bipartisan plan for dealing with AI. You can find Politico Tech wherever you get your podcasts. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Catherine Ellen Foley. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.